Welcome to week 18. If you had to sum up the book of Judges so far that you've been reading, what would you say? How would you do it? The sad story of God's people is a story of forgetting. Isn't that true? Uh, when you think back to Deuteronomy, before Israel crossed the Jordan into the promised land, into this land, this covenant land that the Lord had been promising to bring them to for years, for hundreds of years, and he finally gets them to there and they're about to cross the Jordan and enter into the promised land. And the Lord says he's going to do it. He's going to go forth. He's going to provide for them. He's going to drive the nations out. He's going to bless them and protect them and prosper them. Before they do, what does God say to them through Moses? He, he, knew, he knew what was in man. He knows our propensity, our propensity to forget, to move on, to get to this place where we're comfortable and provided for and to move on, to forget our need for God. So through Moses, he commands his people, don't forget. Remember, it was I, the Lord says, it was I who brought you out of the land of Egypt. It was I who provided for you. I who brought you to this land. Do not forget. Um, teach your children these things so that they know. And um, But the sad story of God's people is a story forgetting. The book of Judges is a story of God's people forgetting. They forgot the work of God. It's a time in Israel's history when they've abandoned the Lord. They, they did not obey him. They did not drive out the nations before them. They turned aside to other gods. The theme of the book, especially the last few chapters, uh, Judges 17, 6 says, in those days there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. One thought, as you read the book of Judges uh, this week, and you see this moral and spiritual decline in Israel's history, I just want to encourage you, may you be encouraged, may I be encouraged to remember, to fight to remember, to want to remember. We never want to forget. We never want to move on from our need for God. We never want to move on from the gospel uh, and, and recognizing all that the Lord's done for us. John Flavel said um, something like, I don't have this exactly, but... He who loves to observe providence, God's providence, will never be soon without a providence to observe. What he means is if we're, if we're setting our minds on studying God's faithfulness around us, we're going to see it. And so one thing as you're reading the book of Judges and seeing the spiritual decline, remember and want to see God's mercy in your own life. Uh, may you be inspired to do that. What's incredible in this book in the book of Judges is even in the midst of Israel's idolatry and sin, God hears their cries, God responds to them, and he raises up these judges to uh, bring about his saving purposes. Who's a God like ours? <laughs> even in the midst of his people's unfaithfulness, he never is not faithful. God, God is always faithful. The, the, the reading this week will begin with Abimelech, son of Gideon, one of the judges that God mercifully raised up to save Israel. But at the end of Gideon's story, what happens? It's the same thing that happens in Samson and all these other judges. He wants to be in control. 
He wants to be God. It's that fundamental problem with sin in our lives, beginning way back in Genesis 3 and been the story of people, the desire to control, to be in control, to rule. That's the story that progresses through this book. And it leads to chaos. You know, when, 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 we, when we do what's right in our own eyes and don't follow the ways of God, it leads to chaos, spiritual chaos, uh, moral chaos. There's this horrific story beginning in chapter 19 in Judges of the Levite and his concubine and how she is just brutally treated and murdered by these Benjamites. It is so hard to read. It's a horrific story. And you ask the question, why is this in our Bibles? Well, I think it's in our Bibles so that we would long for our king, so that we would long for one to come and rule, the one who is righteous, to bring about his righteousness and his justice on the earth. That's why it's so amazing when Judges ends, and it ends with those same words, everyone's just doing what's right in their own eyes. The next book is Ruth. Enter in Ruth, this story where when it seems like wickedness of man is reigning, the book of Ruth teaches us the Lord sits on his throne and he's accomplishing his purposes. I'd highly encourage you uh, while you're reading Ruth, I think this will be next week, when you're reading Ruth, look up Sovereign Grace Church of Louisville's sermons on Ruth. C.J. Mahaney spoke and preached through Ruth. They're wonderful sermons helping us uh, see God's providence in the midst of that book. And while we're still reading in this plan this week, as you see the decline of Israel in Judges, what a joy it is for us to live on this side of the cross and read these I am statements of our Savior. Jesus says in John 8, I am the light of the world. You read about so much darkness in Judges. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He said, whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. He says the truth will set us free, and he's the one who gives us this truth. So we have so much hope in our Savior. My, my prayer for you as you're reading this week is that we'd be like the psalmist in Psalm 11. Say, praise the Lord. I'll give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. In the company of the upright, in the congregation, great are the works of the Lord studied by all who delight in them. That's what we want to do. Study the work of God and delight in them.